we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Being out of place in this window that we are in, we are in a window, glory to God, we are in a window. Being out of place right now is detrimental to destiny. So you got to make sure you are in place. Glory to God as we go forward. It's going to make sense to you. You're going to remember this day. What the date is today? You remember this day. Mark this day. Mark this day, the 28th of November. Mark this day. We are in a critical window. Life Worship Center. And... Uh, it's something like what is said in Haggai chapter 2, where the Bible says that I will shake the heavens and the earth. We're in the midst of a shaking. But this shaking is going to bring a release. I preached on this text before. Denzel, how you get here? I preached on this before, and I preached about a cousin that I have. He's dead now. His name was Jeff. Uh, my cousin Jeff lived next door to us in Palm Beach Street, and uh, they had a a nap tree in their yard. As you could tell, I was very good at climbing trees. You can see my body size says he's a tree climber. <laughs> Those of you that can really see, I ain't preaching, I ain't, this isn't the word, I just gotta release this, I have the Lord to release this. Um, Jeff would climb the ganap tree for us. And he would go up there and Jeff would get to that limb where all the ganap was and he would get to shake it. And our job was to get in position. Our job was to get in position. Now, because of my quickness, I determined it would not be in my best interest to gather around the bunch where everybody else gathering around because of my quickness. Walk with me. So I would find Lionel a bunch that they didn't see. And I would set myself close to that bunch while everybody piled up on there. I would just stand to the side and find me one bunch because I know, because with all the children in the community trying to get them a couple of nap, if that one bunch fall, that's big fight trying to get them a nap. So I would find me one bunch that nobody saw, and I would station around there and just tell Jeff, keep on shaking. And once he kept, oh, glory to God. I just needed him to keep on. The only thing I needed for him to do was to keep on shaking. And if he shaked long enough, eventually, 
what I'm waiting for, the fruit, the harvest that I'm waiting for is about to hit my life. Well, hey guys, chapter 2, uh, verse 8 or 9, something in that ballpark, it says, For I will shake the heavens and the earth, uh, and the desire of all nations shall come. I ain't read this in years, but I'm pretty sure that's what the book says. Is that what it says? I, I, that's what I figured. I will shake all nations, and, and the desire of all nations. Tell your neighbor, prepare for the second. Say it again, say, prepare for the second. You listen to me. If you are not in the yard when Jeff is in the tree, you will miss the shaking. If you ain't positioned under the tree, once Jeff is shaking, don't come later on and say, Boy, here you always giving a canap. No, we don't store canap. Canap don't you know canap don't go in the fridge. When you get canap, canap is to eat and to eat now. Glory to God. And some of us been waiting so long for this harvest that we can't afford now to miss this window so I need you to get in possession under your limb because it's eating time it ain't harvest time harvest time means get it collect it and store it no boo boo it's time to eat and we about to eat straight from the tree who am I talking to glory to God I don't know nothing but buying connect from Rasta this is a new phenomenon I ain't go but that Glory to God. We ate our connect from the tree. Glory to God. That's the word of the Lord for you. Get in position, hear that, and let's move on. You, if you receive it, say, I receive that. We will see next week and week after and week after and week after. That's what we'll know if you receive it or not. If you are in place for what God is saying. All right. The topic this morning is um, <laughs> the word experience. The word experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we ended with an illustration. Naya was reading my notes to me in the car coming in. And uh, when she read that last week we did an, an illustration, she said, oh, Lord. Because she knows that means she got to come back for the illustration. But I can give her a break this morning because I ain't got plenty of time. But we showed you, again, the connection, body, soul, spirit. And uh, we showed you through that illustration um, how we can exist in a dichotomy of realities. You know, we can find ourselves in two contradistinctive existences that are still us, but they are nothing alike. That, um, God, it's starting to feel good early. That there is, I have some examples here. There is a reality where you can call down fire on Mount Carmel and then run from a girl, a queen, because she threatened your life. You won against an entire nation and you put them to shame. And now one woman put out a death threat on you and you broke off running. Uh, this dichotomy that we see in a brother in Acts chapter 13 where uh, here comes Paul and Barnabas going on their missionary journey and here comes little John Mark saying, I'm coming too. And that, that excitement, John Mark took off like pinky. Time to take over the world. Glory to God. That joke was ready to take over the world. Got to the first stop and they hit warfare. And the same brother that was ready to take over the world says, 
Paul, y'all handle that. I heading back home where we get air conditioned. Ah, this, this, living in these realities that are diametrically opposed to one another. Where, ah, I can be so anointed here, but be so demonic over here. And we shared about how this is real. And <laughs> that anointed woman of God is as real as that hellion. And they both look alike. Walk alike got the same name. And sometimes they have on the same clothes. Watch this. What do you mean same clothes? That means like in the same day when they was just the anointed vessel. They ain't changed yet. See what y'all wearing? And you can find them in the same, and they, they slim now, they wear a little, little, you know, little, man, little princess. You can find them in that same outfit. Look the exact same as they look standing up right here. Right, but right here. And you can find them in that same outfit. And one is that, that's, that's the princess girl. where Paul found himself, man. But here's it. We, we, we laid this out. We ended at this point. And what we said is, this happens as a result of a soul that has not prospered. 3 John, verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest what? And be in health. Only soul love. Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Keep on going, Desert. That's too easy. Let's leave that alone. Keep on jamming. So, so here it is. He says uh, that the word that is released to your spirit will not create prosperity in your life until your soul prospers by that word. Everybody doing good? All right. So, we are on a journey then to experience soul prosperity. So, as I'm looking at this, and I'm going to go real quickly um, and try to stay with these notes here. Um, the first thing we got to get and understand if we're going to experience soul prosperity is that the word is not intended to just be heard. The word is not intended to just be heard. The word that God releases to you, Shaquille, is intended to be experienced. Many of us hear the word, Gia, but we don't experience the word. The word is intended uh, to create a picture that then takes over this element of your soul called your imagination. The word wants to, for lack of a better word, 
contaminate and then control your imagination. My God. Um, but what happens to us, Sabrina, is that we hear the word, we get excited about the word, but the word never becomes an experience. It never grows to the place where it takes over our CPU. Yeah. So then we gave you a scripture last week, John 6 and 63, that we didn't open up like that, and I ain't going to open it up like that either this morning because I want to rush this up. Uh, but let's look at this quickly. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The word quickening means, quickeneth means to arouse and invigorate by spiritual power. To arouse and to invigorate, to give life to. So if we read this with this understanding that Jesus is saying, the words that I speak literally carry the power to arouse and invigorate your entire existence. Uh, he's painting the picture that words are not just to be heard, but they are to be experienced. When this word, glory to God, truly hits your life, it arouses you and invigorates you and gives you a new lease on life. Not a lease in the moment. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Just, just kind of walk with me for a second. When this image takes over your life, glory to God, the possibility of it not happening is an impossibility. So, as the word matures in us, Vera, there are three phases that we go through. The first phase is developing a consciousness in us that says this word is possible say possible our reality is we shout we dance we skip but we really are not convinced that what god spoke is possible i had that moment with denzel as i was soaking on this i'm preparing for this morning that i started to question denzel and the truth is Denzel did not believe a lot of the things that God spoke over him was possible. All right, let's change the words and let's go to is. And I had to be honest with Denzel that there are some things that God has spoken that I still am not convinced that it is possible. And it, what makes it worse, uh, 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 Leo, is when I add for me at the end. What you mean? I believe it's possible. But I don't believe it's possible, Leo, for me. Many of us, our struggle is not in the ability of God. Our struggle is in the willingness of God for us. Nobody in here, I don't believe, in a, on, on, I mean, on four or seven days of the week, believe that God can't make it happen. But for the majority of us, Eight out of seven days in the week, we don't believe he can do it for us. We hear acceleration and we shout for our neighbor. 
I mean, I, okay, we looked as though we were shouting for us, but in truth, in, in, in reality, we were shouting for our neighbor because we are not convinced it will happen for us. So the first mountain that we got to tear down is the mountain that says this thing is possible. Someone shout, it's possible. it's possible. Whatever it is, it is possible. Then you go to the phase number two. So number one is the conviction of possibility. Number two is the assurance of probability. Okay? Possible means that it can happen. From possible, Stafford, we go to probable. I can say this to you, that there are some things that I believe <laughs> are possible for me, but truth is, I am not convinced that it is likely to happen. I remember um, hearing testimonies about preachers who um, would go on flights and get bummed up the first class. Right? Because a simple one. A simple one. And I, trust me, I believe with all my heart that that is possible. But I never saw it as probable for Denzel. That's my reality. So, whereas <laughs> I heard the story of my good, one of the, the preachers I love to listen to, I had a season, Robin and I listened to him almost every Sunday, all through the week, uh, Mike Freeman. Mike Freeman says, that he got, it happened to him one time. And he says, whenever he traveled after that, when they said first class passengers, he would grab his stuff and stand in the line. And he says, um, um, for the first six times it didn't work. But he said he didn't stop. Because he believed that he's the, the blessing of God is on him, the favor of God is on him, and that if anybody could go first class, he'd go first class. So whenever they call the line, they would call him. He said he would, he would go and fall in on the first class line. And I ain't gonna lie. Several times I was in Atlanta. Getting ready to catch me, connect the flight. All first class and priority class and this and that. Um, coming board and something in me. Something in me say, boy, go on that line, bro. Because because how you can tell me I ain't first class? No, I don't have a first class ticket. But you didn't ask me about a first class ticket. Your question was, you said all first class passengers. That's what Mike said. Mike says, you didn't ask me about a first class ticket. You said first class passenger. Any other first class passengers in here? I mean, any, anybody else? I mean, I... So the moral of that story is I ain't do it yet. <laughs> However, there's been three occasions now where I got bumped to first class. So now watch this. The probability now is building on the inside of me. So you move now. Initial place is knowing that God can. The next step is knowing that he may. May is stronger than can, but watch this. Don't stay in May too long because May can get frustrating. 
And that's where a lot of us in this room right are now. We are, we move past possible, and Bishop Denzel, Pastor Denzel convinced us that is probable, that is likely to happen. So we've been sitting in the likelihood of something happening for the last 27 months. I, 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 I realize this now, Marisha, you were never intended to live in me. Because living in me will frustrate the mm, out of you. It will be so frustrating because you get up every day with an anticipation this could be the day. And that is okay for the first 11 months of faith preaching. If you can make it to 11 months. But when you get now on second year and third year and sixth year, and you're still living in me. That is backsliding material. Talk to me, y'all. That, that could cause you to shut the whole party down. Please write this down. You were not designed to live in probability. That's a necessary phase, but you pass through that phase. Hmm. That's the place where we call hope. Hope is different from faith, and that's why Paul had to make that clarification for you in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number, whatever it is, verse number 1. Paul made a clarification. Paul says, faith is not hope. Faith is the substance of hope. Because the problem is, hope has a question mark at the end. Faith has substance at the end. Did you just hear this now? Let's say it again. When you hope for something, that means it may or may not. By definition, that's hope. You expect it to happen, but you don't know it's going to happen, but you believe it will happen, and there's a likelihood that it's going to, and it's a strong possibility, a strong probability, but I still ain't convinced. That is hope. That's a good place to be, but it gets frustrating if you're there long. Huh. Uh, but faith, beloved, is, is, is hope on steroids. Glory to God. Because faith has substance attached to it. Faith always has a guarantee. You're still here? Okay. So the, 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 then we grow from, from the can, believing that he can, believing that he may, and we end up believing that he shall. That's faith. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.